Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. New York is the city that never sleeps and neither does Sal Licata. From Flushing in the Bronx to the Meadowlands in MSG, Sal sounds off on the biggest sports news of the day. Welcome to WFAN Daily with Sal Licata. Welcome to WFAN Daily with Sal Licata. This is the first episode of the 2024 year. Happy New Year, everybody. What we have in store for you today, I'll have Hoff join me if you've listened last week at all. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. By the way, you could listen to podcasts or this podcast anywhere you get your podcasts. They come out daily Monday through Friday, 4.30 a.m. So start your morning right. With WFA and Daily. If you've listened to any of the podcasts we did last week, have some fun on the final week before Christmas and New Year's. Had Hoff involved. We even got Gallo involved in one for the Christmas episode as we did uh, some movies. We'll have Hoff on this one for us as well as we look back on the year that was 2023 in New York sports. And we'll have the top three sports stories or moments of the 2023 season before we can officially look ahead where everybody returns to work tomorrow on January 2nd as we could get set for, uh, you know, a new year, a new sports season here, whether it's the Mets or Yankees, Jets, Jets, whoever. Um, But we'll look back first. All right, Hoff, what do you got? Top three. We did this on Friday. We did the WFAN top moments involving us. Now we'll involve the top moments in New York sports from 2023. So I will take us on a little ride here because it's it's – my story, it it starts and doesn't end until basically, you know, the end of the season or whatever. Right. Um, so the top, the third biggest moment, top uh, sports moment in this year came back during the World Baseball Classic. Mm. Oh, that was a big one. It was a big one. Shit. Forgot about that Edwin one. Edwin Diaz gets injured after saving a game, closing the game, and is out for the season. God. And that basically carried, that story carried the Mets all season long. And everyone thought, what could have been if Edwin Diaz was there? I might actually rank that a little bit higher. I mean, it's three, so not much higher to go. But, God, that was, because you have to remember, coming off the 101-win season, Edwin Diaz, the trumpets, like he was the star of the Mets in 2021, dominating, or 2022. 22, yeah, yeah, 2022, dominating the way that he did. Um, And it was such a big ordeal, and and they just signed him to the contract. And not only did he get hurt, he got hurt in the Worthless Baseball Classic. So to have that happen, I remember watching it. I remember feeling sick as I saw the highlight. I remember recording a video, an instant reaction video for WFAN that I was just livid in. And, look, I get it. Players want to play in the WBC, and Diaz said he would do it again. But it just, the Mets season, I didn't want to admit it, and I think Mets fans didn't want to admit it, similar maybe to what BT and the unkillable thing with the Jets. (laughs) I didn't want to admit it, but I knew deep down that was it. Those type things don't happen to the Mets and have them respond. It just, 
it, it wasn't officially over, but it was basically over once Diaz went down in the freaking worthless baseball classic of all things. Yeah, no, you basically start the season off without with starting with one less arm. Right. And literally, figuratively, you have the best arm on your team. He's gone. So it was just – and they could never recover. And that's why, you know, whoever else was, it was starting pitching that got hurt or mm. whomever, it didn't make a difference. Edwin Diaz seemed to be that, that piece, that gel – and that just backfired. And, yeah, and took a lot away the enjoyment of going to the games because you're excited about hearing and seeing the trumpets when you go out. It just, it, it's, it was almost the worst case scenario for the Mets going into the season. And I went down to spring training the week after mm. and was talking to then <laughs> general manager Billy Epler, then manager Buck Showalter. And while they tried to downplay it, y- you knew. Like it was a it was a big deal. Obviously, you, you can't you can't recover from that. They no. they all tried to you know move on and next man up. And David Robertson did a good job, but that the the Mets season ended with the worthless baseball classic injury to Edwin Diaz. So that's number three. Now number two, and there's going to be some honorable honorable mentions. So mm-hmm. I will get them. But I think as far as a sports story that took the the area by storm. It is after Daniel Jones got hurt with mm-hmm. the Giants, Tyrod Taylor's in, and then Tyrod Taylor goes down with an injury, and in comes, steps in, Tommy DeVito, who plays against the Jets, looks terrible, and we're like, scratch your head, what are we doing here? But then comes back in another game after Daniel Jones gets hurt again, and all of a sudden the Jet, the Giants went on a, what, three-game winning streak with Tommy Cutlets. Tommy DeVito, and in that span, it was DeVito mania. I'm surprised you have it that high. Uh, I'd be curious to see what some of the honorable mentions are before we get to number one. Uh, And maybe it's recency bias the other way for me, where I'm like, ah, could that really be a top story? But to your point, coming out of nowhere, undrafted, rookie free agent, local kid. Obviously, the Italian thing became a big deal. Yeah, the first time we saw him, the Giants wouldn't let him throw a football in a game that, you know, they should have beaten the Jets in. If maybe he was allowed to throw it once or twice, maybe they would have. Should have beaten him anyway. But yeah, He did throw it once, by the way. It was in the overtime, and he threw it backwards. Did he actually have literally one pass? <laughs> yeah, but it was negative yards. Uh, I mean, come on, dude. I mean, it's what, what are we doing here? So with that, being where he came from, undrafted rookie free agent, then that game, you're thinking, like, he's just whatever. Like, the guy shouldn't be in the NFL, obviously. And then you actually watch him play in the in the ensuing weeks, and I think he's good. Matter of fact, not only do I think Tommy DeVito's good, I stand by it. I think he's better than Zach Wilson and Daniel Jones. Now, is that saying much? No, it's not. But I believe what he has done in minimal opportunity has been better what any of those guys have done. I'm not talking about just the results. Obviously, Daniel Jones took the Giants to the postseason, won a playoff game, big feather in his cap, can't take it away. But there's got to be some consistency, and in five years there is not. So I do think DeVito, what I saw, making some throws that I haven't seen Daniel Jones make, period. I think he's a better quarterback than both those guys. Uh, but anyway, yeah, I mean, it's a pretty big story. DeVito, not mania, but what what is it like DeVito I, I, sanity or well, cutlet that's what I was mania? To think about. Like, you know, like we had the white out last year, right? With mm, Mike White. Mike White. So, and again, which is why I kind of thought like White was a huge story. And again, it wasn't the whole season, but he was there enough because he got hurt a couple times. Mm-hmm. And he had to sit, but he was there enough. And this is the same thing. DeVito's getting his enough airtime 
that it feels like it's a special story. But yeah, I mean, is it the? I thought it would be more Devito Mania. Some people just call it uh, Devito. What you call it? Devito Sanity. Yeah, Sanity. I don't think we need it. Yeah, no, we don't need that. Yeah, It'll be we, dumb. we don't need a nickname. <laughs> yes, it's dumb. might be done by the time this podcast airs. <laughs> All right, what do we got? So before All we right. get to number one, honorable mentions. So honorable mentions. I didn't want to make everything about injuries, but I think Aaron Judge getting hurt mm. was a huge story, huge piece to why the Yankees didn't make their playoffs. I thought before that injury, I think I might have even said it, the Yankees are going to win the World Series this year. I felt like the Yankees were going to win the World Series. Now, I don't think they only fell apart because of Judge's injury. I think the other areas of weakness were exposed along the way. It was a long season. I wanted Judge to get hurt. June? Was it May, June? May or June, I can't remember. But uh, it was early. It was yeah. You know, and I think they had other issues there, but that destroyed any realistic hope of the Yankees winning the World Series once Judge went down. All right, so that's a good one, or not a good one, but that's a, a top story. So I, it's it's weird. The both of these are pretty high mm-hmm. on the list because they went to the playoffs. Um, Knicks. Knicks and Giants, and they both won mm. the first round. So Giants beat the Vikings January 15th, and Knicks with their first playoff win in how long? Uh, playoff April series round. win. Yeah, yeah, April 26th. I think they were both good stories, but then they, you know, died. A- yeah, I know. Down. I was caught up in it. I went to a bunch of playoff games with the Knicks, so it was fun. I just never had a feel, even though they were favorites in the series, I never had a feel that they were actually going to beat Miami. But, yeah, I mean, it was a, it was a fun run. Um, and the Giants certainly, I mean, I'd probably even say that that was a bigger deal because that came out of nowhere. Like, the Knicks were expected to go to the postseason, and if they didn't win around, it would have been very disappointing at this particular point with the Giants, with Shane and Dable, first year, Daniel Jones turning them into a player. I know he didn't throw the football up, but to a point where they get to the playoffs and then win a playoff game, I would say the Giants winning the playoff game in Minnesota has to be one of the tops, or certainly top five. Maybe it didn't make your top three off, but that was a big deal. I know it's a while ago now, so you know, it's almost a year, yeah. but that was a big deal. I also uh, was going to put as an honorable mention, because I don't want to totally just disregard, but was it a, a big moment? I guess the Yankees traded for one Soto. Was uh, that a big moment? I don't know yeah. if that makes the cut. <laughs> I mean, uh, it's, eh. you know what? It would have been a bigger moment had they actually had a press conference for the guy. <laughs> a Zoom conference. He doesn't even wear a jersey. Like, they didn't make it a big moment. So I, I think that that kind of got lost in the shuffle. And I'll tell you, another top story, Yamamoto. I mean, it's been a big freaking deal here for yeah. weeks. It's gotten out of control with Yamamoto. Now, again, by the time that this airs, he may have already signed uh, with Probably the Mets. Will. I told you King Cohen was going to get him. Or Hoff, in case he doesn't, how could the Mets not get him? I can't believe he went to the Yankees. Uh, or I can't believe he went to the Dodgers. Anyway, or, we don't have to edit that. Or he, might, he went to the Giants. Yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> Anyway, it's been a pretty big deal. All right, so what else? We got the top. So the, the biggest yeah. story of the year, and again, this is like the the Edwin Diaz one because it kind of just it it mm. goes the whole year almost. This starts with rumors in April, maybe maybe more. Actually, this goes back to I'm gonna shock you. This goes back to early January when Joe Namath was on with Tiki and Tierney, right, and basically said he'd love to see a man by the name of Aaron Rodgers be the quarterback of the Jets. And he said he'd retire, he'd unretire his number so that oh, he could yeah, win number 12. Fast forward a couple months later, Aaron Rodgers is interested in playing for the Jets. And then finally, April 24th, the trade is official after he got out of his black hole or whatever mm-hmm. you want to call it. 
the official move was made, and he became a New York Jets on Jet on April twenty fourth. I would say the just just Aaron Rodgers. Period. Top yeah. story. New York sports. Honestly, one of the top stories of all time in New York sports. When you actually think about it. Now, I'm not talking about like comparing it to championships, but this will be one of those. You know, the other ones maybe get lost in the shuffle. DeVito or an individual playoff win or the Knicks or what was the third one that we, oh, Diaz getting hurt. Yeah. You know, sometimes those things get lost in the shuffle. Aaron Rodgers, him, the trade for him, the speculation and lead up to getting him, then the trade for him, then him taking the field, hard knocks, all that stuff, then him taking the field, running out there with the flag, and then four plays. I mean, Jesus. Four plays in, it all just blows up. And then he managed to be a story still throughout the course of the year saying he's going to come back from a torn Achilles. No one's ever done it before. Rodgers is going to do it. And we all hung on to his every word every week. This is the week. Rodgers getting close. Look at him walking around. Look at him slinging it. Look at him throwing it. He's coming back. Jet's going to stay alive. Wrong. But Aaron Rodgers, whether it's the trade, whether it's the injury, whether it's him trying to come back from the injury, the McAfee interviews, Aaron Rodgers, no doubt, the top story of 2023. And I got news for you. He's only just begun. Two more years. It's going to be Aaron Rodgers around here. We could only hope. And I know Jeff, if you're not a Jeff fan, you're not going to root for them to have success. But, like, come on. It's good for the game if Rodgers is good and makes the Jets relevant. You may not want to see them win a Super Bowl, you want to see them good and competitive, and we can only hope that that's the case. But I'm not holding my breath because if it blew up this year, what's to say it can't happen again next year, especially with the coaching staff that I don't trust. All right, that officially puts a bow on it. Our year in review in New York sports on this WFAN Daily episode, the first one of 2024. Now we put all that in the rear view, and we look ahead. Tomorrow, We'll do just that as it's kind of like opening day. Everybody back to work. The normal shows are back in line here. We'll have a fresh edition of WFAN Daily for you. Happy New Year, everybody. We'll see you tomorrow.